0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this second episode in now 80% English, 20% Spanish of the Deep Lifestyle Podcast. I have with me Christine Cosmic. Christine, ¿cómo estás hoy, Christine?
1: I'm great. I'm grateful to be here.
0: We just recorded another podcast, so don't mind us if we're, like, you know, thinking a lot. We're, but we're going in deep today. Exactly. We're We already touched the surface. We're going in deeper. And today, we're going to be talking about love addiction so why talk about this with christine well it's because it's her specialty she's a licensed therapist she leads woman empowerment retreats and she has this movement called the diosa tribe movement diosa tribe how powerful no (laughs) and within this i would say that what you focus most on you even have a course on it on your website is love addiction so let's start with the facts right what is love addiction so
1: First of all, I want to say that one most people don't even know love addiction exists. Exactly, right? And so we hear about alcoholism, we hear about drug addiction. And for me, um, I realized in my own life that there was a pattern um, where I was seeking unavailable partners and I was addicted to getting that kind of um, love back. And oftentimes staying in very toxic relationships okay. and not feeling able to leave or feeling, a, feeling like um, this, this need to, I guess it was a fear of being alone. It was an unbearable feeling of being alone. Yeah. Um, and that was really the root cause of the, what I think love addiction is. And really it's the compulsivity or the obsession with having to have someone
0: fill a void inside of you. The moment you gave me this definition and the moment I found it out by myself, that alone just made so many connections in my mind. So I can't imagine the mind-blowing information yeah. in just the two minutes we've been recording this podcast that, we're, that you're giving out because so many people, I'm not going to say men or women, both, both sexes oh, yeah. go through love addiction. I went through it for five years without being able to put a name on it. Yeah,
1: It's really powerful to have the word and I think that a lot of times when people come to
0: find my work, they're yes. super relieved. Yes, that's the word. Yeah. It's relieved. Uh-huh. Because you, it's it's like, say, if, if you've been having, if if you've been fainting and then you finally find out you're hypoglycemic, shit, of course. Uh-huh. And then you go toxic relationship through toxic relationship and you don't understand why. Perhaps because you haven't found out you're addicted to love or yeah. because you just haven't been ready to ask those Hard questions of how did I learn what love is? Yeah, who were my examples of love, etc., etc., etc. Which we'll get in more in detail later. Yeah. But this is just amazing. Thank you for letting us know this definition. So, what's your experience yeah. with love addiction? Why are you so passionate about it?
1: I mean, for me, like you touched on, uh, primary your primary caregivers give you uh, a lot of kind of a picture of what love is and what it isn't. And oftentimes we grow up with unhealthy role models for love. Or perhaps you didn't feel seen or loved or met in a certain type of way. And so subconsciously, you're on a journey looking to get that love, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I said that I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Okay. And um, I had this you know, God-sized hole, and I was just like looking and searching in oftentimes the shadiest and most fucked-up places because... My inner sadness was seeking its match, right? And I was so painfully scared to be alone. I remember being at home and like looking through my phone book and being like, who can I hit up today? Who can I talk to? I can't bear being wow. in my own experience. And a lot of that had to do with trauma that I didn't have um, uh, healed yet right i didn't have the space to really yeah. look at where is this coming from right why am i so scared to be alone
0: when is this aha moment where you okay you perhaps when you're scrolling through that phone you don't realize yes. you're love addicted you don't even know what it is yeah but when is this moment perhaps not when you're like i'm cured from love addiction but when you're like shit i might just be love addicted well, I realized more than anything that I was terrified to be alone and that
1: um, I was unhappy. You know, I think oftentimes in any kind of healing or any kind of situation where you're breaking free from a pattern is you realize that something's gone wrong. Uh-huh. And so for me, something had gone wrong. Um, I was constantly, constantly feeling terrified and scared and constantly going back to someone that I knew I didn't want to be with, but I uh-huh. felt addicted to being with. And that was the key. I didn't want to, but I felt addicted Um, Because I was too scared to face the uncomfortability of what it would take to actually learn to date me. And so I started to have awareness around this. And um, I I actually went to a 12-step group called Codependence Anonymous, CODA.
0: Amazing. I read this book, Codependency No More. This is the one I started with. Yes, yes, Codependency No More. And then I went to Love Addiction. You know how I found this book, right? No. I, I was in the midst of trying to exit a toxic relationship, but... When you're in that cycle, it's almost impossible to break if you don't have, I would say, like, God's help or or some sort of willpower, because it really takes a toll on you. And I was walking by Santurce, Mm -hmm. Calle Loisa, actually. And you know where they have the books? Yeah. I look to my left. Wow. And I get the book like this. Yeah. Codependency no more. A God moment. A God moment. Yeah. And that was in the midst of, like, the hardest shit of my life Mm -hmm. with this relationship, so so this was this was my aha moment sometimes it just happens like this sometimes it's gradually of course i had you know the teacher comes when the student is ready Mm -hmm. so no piece of information is going to come if you're not receptive to it but 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 you recognize that you had something that was
1: off and you were willing and spiritual guidance can come in when we're willing so
0: were you like without a partner for a specific set of time did you do this or no yeah, 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 for sure.
1: Um, so after that, I went on that journey, and I started to bring consciousness, awareness. I got support. I was in therapy, and I was oh, really wow. healing. And, you know, going back to the other podcast where we started talking about sobriety and my uh-huh. journey with sobriety, my first journey into sobriety was becoming aware of my addiction to love addiction. Oh wow. I wasn't yet aware of my addiction to alcohol, but I was aware that I had a problem with love. And so, um, you know, you start with where you're at, and spirit will lead you, to continuing to heal the other parts. You can't do everything at once, right? No. So my, my specific entryway was that. And um, I then um, decided that um, I was going to start making different choices. I started getting more aware. I started to spend more time with my staff. I started to really hug myself, literally hug myself, when I wanted to act out. I did what they say, opposite action, so instead of doing the thing that was compulsive, like texting that person that I knew I didn't really want to hook up with, but I was too lonely, so I did it anyway, uh-huh. I instead gave myself a hug or would call my friend and be like, hey, let's hang out. And so I would push myself slowly to choose proactive over reactive choices. And you
0: learn these, let's say, coping techniques through therapy. Through therapy, um, through CODA,
1: through codependence, through the uh-huh. through books, through spirituality. Okay. Um, at this point... I had already been, um, I was always very spiritual. Um, you know, I grew up uh, Christian, Catholic, but I consider myself a spiritual person more well, than like, anything. And I, I knew that there was something deeper that was calling me to heal. So, because I always knew I was going to help people. But I had to start with myself. So, um, so yeah, that journey with spirituality was a big part of my healing. Like you said, you know, I don't think I could have done this without a spiritual power greater oh. than me. So for me, that's my personal belief. You can call that nature, you can call that God, you can call it goddess, you can call it earth, you can call it higher self. But for me, I do believe that you need some type of surrender you need to-, to something bigger than yourself to
0: say, you know, I need help. Sometimes even surrender, which is what happened to me in my process, surrender to the sadness. Yeah. And sometimes... That is bigger than yourself. Oh, yeah. And bigger, perhaps, than any, than any god, because the sadness you feel is so much. But when you decide to feel this fucking sadness and be like, okay, estoy aquí. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to even meditate because I don't feel like it. Mi, mi, mi tristeza no me lo permite. Mm-hmm. I think that is the most powerful yeah. moment, and that is the aha moment yeah, it when does. you surrender.
1: Breaking, letting yourself break down and realize, you know, I'm really sad, down. I'm really lonely, I'm scared, you know. Mm-hmm. And getting support, I always recommend people to get support. Yeah. Um,
0: but Because I can see this was key in, in oh, New York. yeah, I never got support. Uh, but you so, had the books. So, so you
1: had, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like... But I it's interesting,
0: you know, like, perhaps my, my path could have been easier if I had gotten support. Yeah. Mind you, I understood this, like, last summer. Yeah. So I have... I feel like I've just understood this, but... Once you know and you put a name to it, the healing is fast. Porque tú entiendes. Entonces, you can't, you're not a victim to your circumstances anymore. You're the creator. And this is what I also realized with the love addiction, coming back to what you were mentioning about your ancestors and what you learn when you're little, you know, once you decipher that code, because that's how I call it, it's a code, man. Mm -hmm. So I started asking these questions like, why am I like this? Why do I keep on doing pattern and pattern and pattern? Obviously, I go back to my family, but it took me like five years to ask myself the same question. It was the same question, mm-hmm. but with every level of awareness yeah. and every ounce of sadness that grew on me, That's right. I would get different answers. That's right. And the answer that I got, and and this was, I had like 17,000 aha moments, as you're going to see throughout this podcast, but it was why am I suffering? I'm not a victim. I created this circumstance because I'm still acting out on my unconscious raising, my upbringing, yeah. my definition of love. Yeah. And
1: it's, and it's deep because it's like it's you realizing, you know, um, there's a certain therapy called imago therapy, and, imago therapy. And it's based on the idea that the imago is like the image or the imprint of your parents or the your primary caregivers and that unconsciously we seek to replicate that pattern in our romantic relationships
0: oh my and so
1: usually when we're having any kind of conflict or some situations in our in our romantic life or like seeking someone who's unavailable or being in a toxic relationship or all these things that we're talking about that there's usually some unmet childhood need that you're subconsciously trying to get or play out and so for the subconscious, it makes sense that it's doing this. Like, for me, it was like, okay, well, I felt unlovable. I felt abused. I felt rejected. But I also had love in my life. I had love and I had rejection. So I found people that were a perfect match to replay that pattern.
0: To replay a pattern.
1: And so through that, I realized that, you know, there's, I, I committed to saying this is more uncomfortable. Like, this is so uncomfortable to stay stuck in this pattern. I'd rather try something new. Just the willingness to try something new, right? When you picked up that book, when you made the decision to say, I'm just going to be willing, that's when all changes happen.
0: Sorry, guys, my my fur baby's here. Yeah, the (laughs) dog is here. His name is Bodhi.
1: Bodhi, he's here. Wow, that's Um, very
0: powerful, Christine. Eso que acabas de decir es como... Bueno. The thing is, this, this topic touches my heart dearly because this is what I think I... Yeah. Not what I came here to heal, but like you said, like like the first step, yeah. you know, and then you go on and he- you heal other things. It's taken me a lot of years yeah. to heal but this. But this is a big one for you. It's like a core one. This is my core one too. It's my yeah. core. Yeah. Because it comes all the way yeah. back to my family. Yeah. So, so but not. Nah. But, very interesting that you mentioned this therapy because you do this subconsciously already mm-hmm. without knowing the therapy.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, also realizing that like that for me is you start to say, okay, let me see, right? Let me become a student of improving, improving in my life, right? And if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, if you're it means you're willing in some part of you yeah. it wants to change and wants to be better. Yeah. And like we're all learning. We all are human beings. And we're also having a spiritual experience, and we come into these physical bodies so that we can learn, so that we can grow, so that we can break through our blocks, yeah. so that we can be like, okay, here's the area that really fucks me up, Yeah. right? Like this love addiction really messes me up. Yeah. Okay, let me do whatever possible to heal this, and yes, to find freedom, to find freedom
0: from the shackles, to, to break the yeah. bondage. Because if not, you're just gonna repeating patterns Absolutely. that you don't want to repeat. Because as no. you said, you're not happy. Yeah. So, and I've I've been. As I've learned about this concept, and I feel like I've I've taken big strides towards my healing, I've opened up on social media, and a lot of women, and I've opened up in my retreats as okay. well. Like as we said, you know, this is my trauma, so I I, I say it in my retreats, and yeah. it's amazing the amount of women who go oh, yeah. through the same thing. Yeah. And specifically today, because I was I was going to do this podcast, so I was like, and I and I currently have a partner who I. I feel so much love, healthy love towards this human being, loca. And I've never felt like this in my entire life. I was like, I'm going to do a fucking post on social media. going to say, hola. And I did it. And so many women have written to me. They relate. They relate. Yeah. But I've received a lot of messages, como, okay, that's wonderful, but I have no hope. Mm, okay. Yeah. And that yeah. hit my heart because when yeah. you don't have hope, nothing
1: is going to happen. So yeah. that's hard. Yeah, it's hard. But You know, I think that that's real, right? Like there were times where I had no hope. There were times where I, um, I wanted to have hope, right? Like if someone's writing to you, I believe that they want to have hope. They're saying that they, of course, like there's a part of them. Come here, Papa. um, There's a part of them that wants to have hope, but they are scared that it's not going to happen for them. You know, and. I had to go through that journey, and there was a part of my journey where I was celibate, where I dated myself for almost a year. Bello. Um, and I had an intimate and sensual love affair with myself. Bello. And I took myself out on dates, I did deep spiritual work. And during that time, I was getting sober. Wow. And that was only three years ago. So I was doing this work for 10 years. But again, like we're talking about, this is Uh a constant unpeeling Uh of layers, right? So people don't think this is like an overnight thing. Like I was still a leader. I was still a teacher. I was still um, helping people because it was a gift, right? That's my gift. But during that journey, there were many layers of peeling back, right? Mm -hmm. At first, it was healing childhood wounds of like abuse. Then it was like, okay, friendships. Okay, now it's like self-esteem and anxiety. I, I, I had panic attacks and I healed that, right? So there was a lot of things that I was healing and I kept on peeling back this like layer and layer and shedding skins like a snake. Uh And then finally it came to the the snake skin that needed to be shed of, okay, cool. I'm going to believe that I can love myself. And the only way I'm going to do this is by really being alone. That was my journey, right? Everyone's journey is different. And that through that experience, I started to be willing to have faith that I can have my equal, amazing partner, someone that's going to, be magnificent in the world someone that's not going to be scared of my light someone that's not you know because i had amazing at at this point i was already attracting amazing men i had already broken free from my pattern of like shitty fuckboys uh-huh. like i was done with that uh-huh. right and for the most part it's not that they were only shitty i was shitty too right
0: there's the thing so, like where- mirrors yeah
1: we i i was i was in on that yeah. and it took me a long time to realize that but then i started to have a healthy relationship. Actually, right before my partner now, I had an amazing relationship with a beautiful man, sweet, kind, loving, conscious, and there were a lot of qualities about him that I was like these qualities are what I want in my future husband. He cared about animals and the earth, but there was something that felt like like it, it wasn't equal. Like I felt like my light was too bright, right? And so now I was coming out of like Going from toxic relationships to then going into more healthy relationships and then being alone with the relationship with myself and then actually practicing being in partnership with someone who was amazing but wasn't quite the fit forever, right? Or, you know, for whatever people... For X, Y reason, it just wasn't. And for me, that was really important. That relationship was a turning point for me. It showed me that I could attract and be in a healthy partnership. It showed me that Which is time, very powerful. It was key, because I never knew I could. And, um, and it, it broke my heart open, and it, it is what allowed me to, after that relationship, I spent like three months alone. I went hard on my spiritual practice again. Wow. I was envisioning, and then I claimed. I was like, this was 2018, I think, or 2017 turning to 2018. I said, this is my year, and I'm claiming I am ready for it all. I'm ready for it all, my book deal, my my equal partner, I want to welcome in that. And I was open to whatever would happen. And in that moment of that faith coming back, right, that hope, there was something inside of me that said, I don't care if it happens because I'm happy with me. Because I'm happy
0: with me. Like, Wow, that's powerful, Christine. I'm good. You started the year like, este es mi año. And then it was like, you know what? I surrender.
1: Yeah. And in that surrender, I booked a photo shoot and yeah. I booked a photographer named him. Fernando Samalon.
0: No! No <laughs> Yeah,
1: this is what happened. And I... I know. Yeah, and I, you know, I had known him and we had mutual friends, but I didn't know him when no. we talked online about some very deep, important conversations, but very light, very casual. Um, and I did. I felt like a, a feeling of like a spark, right? But... It was not like a spark that I would go tell my girlfriends, like, hey, oh, my God, I like this guy so much. It was just like a connection. That that was
0: the old pattern. Yeah. That was the old way of Christine associating. Yeah, it wasn't like that.
1: Yeah, I wasn't. Um, It was the complete opposite. Um, I was so casual that I didn't even... I was just chilling. We were just chilling. Wow. Um, And, you know, a lot of times, like, people... There was a feeling. There was a feeling of, like, this feels good. This feels like... Actually, I met a guy. This is just because I know women will relate with this. I Uh had met a guy in Puerto Rico. I was here on vacation. I had already broken up with my ex. Great partnership, learned a lot. And I saw this guy, and on paper, he was great, you know? He had this man bun that I liked, and he, you know, looked a certain way, and he was a millionaire, and, like, all these things that, you know, he had a little doggy paw print on his shirt. And I asked him, oh, where's that shirt from? He's like, oh, I like to buy clothing for that, like, supports charities, right? And I was like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, on paper, like, perfect. And there was something in my gut, again, that something didn't add up. Something didn't feel right. And during that time, I had already connected with Fernando, and I was telling him about this. And I was telling him, like, um, I don't know, I feel off with him. And he's like, you know, don't you teach about, like, intuition, right? Like, trust your gut. I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, something feels off. And I made a decision I made a conscious decision to trust my gut from the bat and I've never really done that fully on like from the bat it was like I, I remember the spiritual feeling of like are you gonna choose to know that that, that just because it looks good that it's not
0: and continue
1: yeah continue, and just because continue. this feels so friendly and so normal and like easy that it's that that's cool too that they like and i let that love that peace that like casualness guide wow. me wow. you know and again it came from a place of i didn't want or need anything i didn't need the relationship to make me happy and because i had the relationship with my higher power with my yeah. spiritual connection
0: and you had healed so many things you weren't willing to pardon the word but take shit from anyone or yeah. and shit doesn't have to be the worst it yeah, can just yeah. be little things that you're they just don't click
1: yeah, and that's fine. It didn't feel aligned. Yeah, and I think aligned, that exactly. part of healing love addiction for me was realizing that I body. He is body, we're He's a little done. prince. We're almost done, Papa. Um, part of healing love addiction was really falling in love with myself and knowing that no matter what, that I always have me. No matter what, I always have my back. No matter what, I always have a higher power that surrounds me, guides me, and mm-hmm. leads me. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, whether you're in a partnership, whether you're dating, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you have kids, whether you don't, you will always
0: be in relationship to yourself. To yourself. And I think you realize this when you hit rock bottom, but once you realize that and you muster up that courage and that strength that knowing this gives you, because I also remember times where I would look at the moon and be like, bitch, I don't know where you're going, but at least you have yourself. Como que por lo menos te tienes, o sea so this is very powerful so so what i wanted to say was that once you know that it's only it's like a flower you know you put the seed and it's only up from there because no one can take that away from you and i think that's what we should leave our viewers and listeners with that you are not a victim that there is hope
1: yeah there is hope and and if you are a victim and you are in an abusive relationship, then definitely, you know, call a domestic violence hotline. Seek get help. support. Yeah. And no matter what, um, know that just like with everything, step-by-step step, things add up. And that the, yeah. it's always going to be a win-win for you to commit to love yourself. Like, once I realize that, like, know that any step you make towards loving yourself is always going to be a win-win. Forget about the result. Mm-hmm. The result is not getting a man or having a partner the result is falling in love with yourself so deeply that that aching hole that you feel goes away because you feel this stillness that you that you that you that, you, that you're home in yourself again i you know i i say this chant this mantra and i'll i'll end with this mm-hmm. um, we call ourselves back from all time and all places that's
0: beautiful we call ourselves I back i heard this when i went all to your all places. thing in ciudadela yes we
1: come back home to ourselves, right? And that's it. We're just we're doing this work to come back home yes, to hermoso. ourselves.
0: Repeat that mantra whenever you have doubts or worries yeah. or or fear or anything. So thank you so much, so much, Christine, for your knowledge. Because if I think if, if anyone I was gonna talk about this, it was with you. Because I met you recently, but yeah. I don't think it was a coincidence no. when we met either, because no. it was around that same time. Yeah. So I thank her because. I looked at your website, and that helped me a lot. Once I was reading the book, Codependency and yeah. Love Addiction, I was like, puñeta, no estoy loca. <laughs> yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> like, I'm not the only one who knows about this, and there's people out there helping other people. So thank you for saying yes to this interview, and thank you for giving us your knowledge. And thank you all thank for you. listening. Go follow Christine. Her Instagram is CosmicChristine. And what's your website, Christine? Uh, ChristineG.TV. Boom. So go check it out. She does a once-a-year Woman Empowerment Retreat Un Diosa Retreat Se llama En Vieques En Finca Victoria Es hermoso I have some friends Who have went And they say It's a life changing experience Christine calls it A spiritual surgery It's a
1: spiritual surgery Yeah
0: So go only If you are ready But if you are ready To heal love addiction There's a great place For you to go So gracias a todos Gracias veo Chao Bye